0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Toosey. As leaders, we need to be able to put things in the context of what is happening, not just how they are affecting us.
1: Hi, this is Keith Toosey. Welcome to Leadership in Context. So glad you're with us today. Hey, we're going to go to lesson number two on the leadership of Moses. Uh, and you can get last week's podcast to get the foundation I laid out there. But I want to talk about uh, three things I believe the Lord showed me just in studying Moses that really applied to me, and some of them were an ouch, and some of them were an amen. You know, in our last podcast, we talked about how Moses got frustrated. He blew a gasket, struck the rock twice. It cost him the promised land, et cetera, et cetera. All throughout the life of Moses, one thing we see is a very passionate, justice-oriented person. Moses is one of these guys in the scripture that has a great plumb line of right and wrong. And sometimes he did really good. He was passion under control. And sometimes he didn't do as good. He was passion out of control. And when he was out of control at times where he just exploded with legitimate passion... Uh, It got him in trouble and he made mistakes. And uh, as I was reading and studying Moses, I was just reflecting uh, on my own life and mistakes that I've made, leadership mistakes I've made. And I really found myself identifying and even understanding myself more and getting revelation on where those mistakes came from. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, that just wasn't me? Or or somebody, you know, you watch them and you say, well, that's just out of character for them. You know, that really is a true, it, that really can be a true statement where something really is out of character, meaning it's out of pattern. That's not usually how that person walks it out nine times out of ten. And so I'm going to give you three D's today, demeanor discipline, and destination. So I wanna start with the first D. The first D is demeanor. That's body language. You know, when you're a leader, when you're the head of a family, when you're the head of a business, when you're a small group leader, certainly if you're a pastor or a high-profile leader, you know, people read your face. And it's taken me probably a long time to really get that. I would have people say things to me in the past like, oh, that look you gave me, that was, you know, and sometimes it would be said and just or it'd be sarcasm. But as I've grown older, I've realized that the way we posture ourselves really not only affects the people we're listening to or who are listening to us, but it also is a channel. For what we're gonna do next. If we let our posture get out of control, our thinking will get out of control. If our posture gets out of control and our thinking gets out of control, our actions or our reactions will get out of control. So there is a place in God where you sanctify yourself. You know, I always make jokes talking with, you know, with leaders and training, like small group leaders, for instance when people share very heartfelt things with you or, you know, things in their secret life, you know, that you can't act shocked, you know, you, you don't want your jaw to drop and them to be like stunned by, Oh my goodness. Like that's a demeanor control. That's legitimate. That's not false. That's sanctifying yourself. Okay. And uh, there are times when things happen where just by controlling your demeanor, it's going to affect your discipline. You know, I started thinking of of people that would be relevant to our culture uh, that have done a really good job of that, and I started thinking of like famous football coaches. <laughs> so, so ladies, forgive me here, but hopefully you understand. Like Tony Dungy, for instance, is a current guy. You know, he won a Super Bowl with the uh, Indianapolis Colts. He was great with the Tampa. Uh, Bay Buccaneers. And of course, he was originally a Pittsburgh Steeler, which is probably why he ended up being so good. But that's all another thought. But in his leadership book, you know, Tony, of course, is an outstanding believer, testifies for the Lord all the time. He made the statement to his new players, just talking to them like I'm talking to you now. He'd say, guys, this is how you're always going to hear me talk. You're not going to hear me raise my voice you're not going to hear me cuss and swear and carry on. So you need to learn to listen to this voice because this is the only voice that you're going to hear. Now, I don't think that Tony Dungy lacked excitement. I don't think he lacked energy. Uh, I think what he was communicating, especially when things were going bad, when he was frustrated with the player's ability or execution, that his demeanor was not going to change, okay? You know, I think right here in Pittsburgh, you know, Chuck Knoll won four Super Bowls for the Steelers. And and the media here, their nickname for him was called the Emperor because he just was so stoic. But he was a very passionate guy. I mean, he would let his players have it in the right context, okay? Uh, But, you know, when things were going on in the game and you looked at his face, he was just all business. He didn't cause alarm by the way he looked. Uh, you know, I'll just give you one more illustration. That's uh, one of my favorites is Tom Landry. Again, Tom was an outstanding believer, and as a and as a young believer, you know, I would watch him, and he was at the height of his career, and, you know, he had his little top hat and his his coat on, and he was just like all business. And, you know, there's a joke that's told, I don't know if it's true or not, but but one of the new Dallas Cowboys was on the team and they said to Walt Garrison, who was, uh, I think Walt's in the Hall of Fame now, uh, said, does, does Tom Landry ever, ever smile? And Walt Garrison said, I don't know. I've only been here nine years. <laughs> well, again, that's not to say that leaders can't be passionate. But I think one of the responsibilities of, of leadership is not to lose your demeanor especially in a crisis. Uh, when something goes sideways, people are reading you and you have to remember that. And if your demonstration of your body language is greater than your words, that's what they're going to remember. They're going to remember your facial expression. They're going to remember your body language. They're not going to remember what you said. They're going to remember what you, how you reacted. So, I just want to say that as a leader, there is a place where you have to say, look, I need to get my demeanor under control. Now, listen, I'm. Sh- this is a lesson that if Keith Tusi would have known years ago, it would have helped me. And as I've matured, I've learned this lesson that expressing my frustration and anger, even when they were legitimate, even holy for that matter, The way I did it affected people different ways. I remember one of my leaders, you know, now that I'm learning this lesson, one of my leaders years ago who was a a high-profile executive guy, very accomplished, came to me one time and said, listen, when you act a certain way, it's very intimidating to me. When you show your disapproval to me or to what we're doing by, like, not so much what you're saying, but how you're saying it. And that was probably like one of the first times somebody really confronted me about that. And he did it great. But it took me a while to absorb that. So I'm just saying you can be authentic and you can be real. But that doesn't mean that you've got to splash and uh, like maybe somebody say throw up on somebody. Okay, pardon the, the graphic illustration. That doesn't mean you got you've got to do that. So number one... Your demeanor is important. Uh, In my life and in the life of Moses and other people, once you lose your demeanor, that's when you begin to lose your disciplines. Like, you know, just personal ethical things, scriptural mandates on how you should act and how you you should respond. Like things as simple as, I'm going to really pray about that before I respond, or I'm going to get some godly counsel. You know, I, I work with leaders, and sometimes I'll say to them, why didn't you get some counsel from somebody and they'll say i don't know i just i just blew it and and now looking back on that i see that often what happened was they had blown their demeanor they had they had kind of blown up or or spread out or or whatever and then that leads to a breakdown of discipline when you keep your demeanor I think you've got a much better chance of sticking with your leadership ethics and the disciplines you prescribe and that you'd want to teach to somebody, okay? So I think the demeanor and the discipline really go hand in hand. If you find yourself losing your spiritual disciplines on leadership, uh, like not, you know, checking with your team or not following through or not praying about something or not doing your due diligence or, or not, you know, just getting all the facts that you need to do, like you're skipping over things. You know, this might be a shot in the dark, but it might be worth considering that maybe you've already kind of lost control somewhere. And uh, I'm just putting two and two together. I'm, I saw it in the life of Moses. We're going to talk about that in some future broadcasts. And then I saw it in the life of me. And uh, I'm I'm excited about changing this and getting better in this in my life. Okay. And then the third one, Uh, demeanor, discipline, and destination. The third one is when you lose your demeanor and you lose your discipline, you lose sight of your destination. You're just responding to uh, what's happening. You're focused on the moment of what needs to be done maybe or what you need to do or somebody else needs to do or not to do, all legitimate, but you can lose focus of where you're going. When you keep a focus of where you're going, that gives you a greater parameter of understanding and you're able to put things in the context of what's happening, not just how they're affecting you. And let me say that again. You're able to put things in the context of what's happening, not just what's affecting you. Hey, this is good stuff. I, You know, share this with somebody. Uh and if you haven't picked up my book, I want to encourage you to do that. It's called The God Who Intervenes. If you have read it, uh, please, you know, do a like, and a, you know, the social media stuff, you know, send it out to your friends so they can get a copy of it. You can get it from the NRP webpage, nrppastors.com. You can get it from Amazon, etc. But uh, take advantage of that. Uh, I, I poured myself out in that book because I think it'll be a blessing. It's the God who intervenes. Hey, thanks for spending this time with me. If this podcast blessed you, ship it off to somebody else and let it be a blessing to them. This is Keith Tusey for Leadership in Contact.
0: Today, Keith continued his discussion on the leadership of Moses. If we let our posture get out of control, our thinking will get out of control, then our actions or reactions will get out of control. Once you lose your demeanor, that's when you begin to lose your disciplines. When you lose your demeanor and you lose your disciplines, you lose sight of your destination. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusey. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, follow us on Facebook, or Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.